The three readings assigned for today all deal with humility in some way. Humility is a commodity sorely lacking in this political season. If we charged a politician a dollar every time he flapped his gums and said, if elected, I will, I will, I will, when they know full well they can't and they won't, and they don't stand a chance of doing anything of the sort, and we let them get away with it, which doesn't say much for us. Why, if we charged them a dollar, we'd have enough cash to, to bail out Lehman Brothers, not to mention AIG and Bear Stearns and who knows how many more waiting in the wings. No, humility and a realistic self-image seem in short supply. But leave politics aside, that's too easy. That's shooting fish in a barrel these days. The scripture readings present far more of a challenge, and they actually deliver. Proverbs, which we didn't read, apologies to the Old Testament exegetes, you can read it later. Uh, Proverbs offers sage advice about bowing before the king, about waiting to be noticed and then be brought high. Even the world gets the point of that. That seems like common sense, though in a way, for the world, it's only temporary, a way to get attention. And in the long run, it will pay off. You know, lowball the expectations, and then you shine. Stoop to conquer and all that. But in truth, there is much more, uh, much more reason to, to be humble and to stay humble. The epistle certainly has a lot to say. We don't always think of humility. There are so many other wonderful themes, but that's the one that catches our attention this morning, where Paul speaks of himself right off the bat as a prisoner. You can't get much lower than that. And then he calls on Ephesians and on us to be in meekness and lowliness for the sake of unity and peace. We're parts of the body that he mentions. Of course, that's sometimes a tough thing to do when we're only especially a bit part. I had a friend once who, thinking of a third person we both knew, said of that person, he's convinced he knows the mind of God and he is out to enlighten us all. It was brutally honest, but it was true. But we all know the temptation that's there at every moment. Pericles, who was there at Athens in the Golden Age, Pericles had a reply to the proud pagans who thought they were so important. He said, the world is a sepulcher of indispensable men. It is a good line. For our purposes, dealing with law and gospel and trying best then to engage each other and the wider world, we also have plenty of temptation to pontificate from the omt, as if we had things theologically and ecclesiastically all nice and neatly wrapped up and there to dole out, to offer everyone the wisdom from our lips. For times like that, there's a Luther line that ought to be carved on the doorposts and the lintels so that we see it before we sally forth to enlighten church and world. Wenn zur Theologie kommt eine gewisse Bescheidenheit gehört dazu. That is to say, when it comes to theology, a certain modesty is called for. Yes, Paul and hopefully we are prisoners. We were prisoners of Satan and now we belong to someone else, prisoners in a benevolent sense. It's his cause, his message, to be sure. And with that ought, we certainly hope, come, ought to come bescheidenheit, modesty, humility. It's there in the epistle. And then, if you turn to the gospel, here Jesus repeats the thrust of Proverbs, but he ups the ante, as it were, 
When invited, do not put yourself up in the highest place of honor, lest you be embarrassed by having to give way to someone else who comes who is more esteemed. Those gathered, we hope, got the point. Despite the Pharisees always seeking to discredit him, Jesus kept channels open, such as here, and he accepted an invitation to the home of one of their number, unnamed, but apparently important, It says he's a leader of the group. Maybe he was part of the Sanhedrin. We really don't know. But Jesus was gracious. Others, however, are on the lookout for the smallest slip to embarrass this guest who is also invited. One commentator suggested maybe the man with dropsy was put there on purpose, a plant, to see what Jesus would do on the Sabbath. Dropsy is a colloquial way to speak of someone whose limbs are swollen and stiff from fluid retention. You've seen people like that whose ankles and arms and legs are swelled, looking like sausages ready to burst. We speak today of edema linked to congestive heart failure where we retain fluid. It's painful at the least, even life-threatening. Jesus chose to stop and help the man. Silencing first any critics, blunting any objections they might have had. We don't know if there was much of a conversation. There shouldn't have been. He says to them, look, if you rationalize pulling your property out of the ditch on a Sabbath, would you surely not help another human being? Truth is, they couldn't do anything about it, but he could, and he did. And you'd have thought then that those watching would have stood back in awe when it was time to go in and eat and to give Jesus if not his disciples as well, first place. But it didn't happen. They revert to normal, scrambling to see and be seen at the best places. Time to drag these oxen out of the pit of their own stupidity and self-conceit. And Jesus does it with a little bit of an etiquette lesson. You'd hope they get the point. We don't know. We don't know that there's a changing of places that goes on, but you don't hold out much hope. You'd hope they would see also that this is more than just something out of Emily Post, but from the way the rest of the chapter runs, probably not. Humility seems to have skipped this bunch, but it's hardly the only time. You can think, for example, of John chapter 8, when Jesus is talking about freedom and about himself, and they say, no, no, we want none of that. (laughs) Who are you talking to us? We are children of Abraham. We have never been enslaved to anybody, even as the Romans are all around. They have every reason to be humble. (laughs) But there they are, the super-righteous, and here again, scrambling for places of honor and humility. If anyone had reason to be humble, they're probably thinking it ought to be this son of a carpenter who was tolerated as a teacher and who was invited into their circles. How bizarre. For in fact, it is he for whom equality with God was not something to be scrambled after, as if he didn't have it, because he did. It was something that he, for our sake, also then laid aside, veiled in humility, as it were, not for his sake, but for us. If anyone ever had no reason to be humble, it was this Jesus the Christ the Son of God, the Messiah, the Anointed One, the Word by whom all things were made, and yet who for us and for our salvation came down and suffered death even to the point of death on the cross. 
humility to a degree that we can hardly even begin to comprehend and understand. If that isn't time for Bescheidenheit, I don't know what is. Modesty on our part, we can hardly take it in. This one who came to pull us out of the pit of condemnation and death. In patience, he taught them there in Luke 14, and he continues to teach us in his word. In love, he continues to reach out to us in the sacrament as we humbly, rightly on our knees are there for body and blood, for us, for the forgiveness of sins. Simple words with the profound giving with very humble means. There's a banquet worth attending. Don't scramble for the high places because there are none except for that occupied by the host. Though on the other hand, as he invites, every place is a place of honor. We are beggars, Luther wrote. It's the last thing he ever penned. We are beggars. This is true. But we beggars know that we get far more than crumbs that come from the table. Humility may not be fashionable in some circles these days, but for us, it is a kind of badge of honor, and it is a reminder, echoing the one who humbled himself to be lower than us so that he might turn the tables, turn everything upside down, and make us rich at the head of the line where, not for, because of us, but for his sake, we take a back seat to nobody. Rejoice. Amen.